Scott and Paul show for March 11th, 2019. Yeah, that's right. I forgot what year it was. Scott, how's it going? It is going great. Little pause there. So, you know, if you had a discless Xbox One, that wouldn't be the issue. You wouldn't have a loading screen. We were we were waiting for the disc to be read. Yeah. Let's now... Back in the old days, it was all cartridge-based. Now it's all discless-based. This is the new future. The future that Microsoft wanted us to have back in... Uh, when did the Xbox One launch? 2013. 2013. Good God, 2013. 20... It flew by, didn't it? Yeah, 2013. It would read your disc, copy it, and then that's it. You're done. But nobody wanted that future. Well, it's here now. Kind of, almost. Well, I mean, at least, you know, it's one less thing to break in these piece of shit consoles they've been making for the past 10 years. Yeah. Um, this, uh, discless future. Okay, well, let's go ahead and read this. This was, um, I kind of got the bulletin points from Eurogamer. According to reports, Microsoft's previously rumored discless... This is going to be hard not to say dicks. <laughs> uh, okay, Xbox One will be called the Xbox One S All Digital Edition. That's, they need to fix that name. And be released sometime this May. Pre-orders are expected to open mid-April, but there's no additional word on pricing. Tech website... Thrault? Haven't heard of that place. Claimed that Microsoft was aiming to release is discless Xbox One S at sub $200 US price point sometime this spring. And now Windows Central has heard from its own sources that the new console said to be near, quote, pack near identical internals to the Xbox One S minus the disk drive will be officially titled the Xbox One S All-Digital Edition and could receive a, quote, near-global simultaneous launch, end quote, in early May this year. Word on the disc-less Xbox One first surfaced last year when Thorough flagged it under the codename Maverick as one of the two Xbox One S variants currently in the works at Microsoft. The other focused on cost reduction while still retaining the disk drive was touted to launch earlier, well, later, in 2019. Um, problem. It's the S. Yeah, that's, that's a factor. Um, why are they not moving forward with the X, since we're pushing to the future. Because no, they can't... Go ahead. They can't get you into the ecosystem at the price they want with the X, probably. I mean, it is going to be more expensive. No, I know on their project xCloud, they're powering it with the S. That's what they're they're using it. They have right. their S's stacked up, and, and they're using S's. But... Maybe they really just, since you're just streaming, 
Well, this isn't a stream. This is. There's no disk. It's just a hard drive. Right. Yeah. So, still, developers have issues with this thing. So, they should really just go with the X and drop the price of the X. Well, even what they're doing with the S is a gamble. I mean, yeah. it might be a smart gamble. You know, take more of a loss, but get more people in to the system. I mean, the nearest metric, they're, they'll be, I mean, they're just not selling anywhere near as well as the PS4. They've done miss that boat. And, uh, I mean, this might get them back in the race to a point, but I don't know. All digital, I mean, again, I think we've said it before, that if you do get to the all digital future, that'll be the end of $20 games or $15 games or $10 games other than indie titles. And uh, you'll see the price go up almost immediately. That's my belief. I mean, that's not based on any hard data. It's just watching how they price everything. And, you know, without a, a resale market or anything like that to where people can say, okay, I might wait for this game. You'll, you'll only see prices drop on sales. I mean, you already have games that are, you know, uh, 10 years old that are still 20 or 25 or 30 bucks or 60 bucks in some cases. So, I mean, and you can go buy the disc version for dirt cheap in most cases. I think, I think that's the direction we're going to end up going. And Microsoft is more or less turning into a services division like Apple is turning into with Game Pass. Well, I mean, games as a service isn't a bad idea, really. Yeah. I mean, that takes a lot of the sting out of paying $60 for a game. Now, if we... I'm, I know there's a possibility of that future. I just can't imagine with the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of developers out there that, I mean, some, it would make sense for them to sign up with, like, Microsoft for games as a service. But at what point does it make sense for EA? Well, EA is on Microsoft's console anyway as a games as a service. Yeah, they have their own service. Yeah. So then you're juggling multiple subscriptions. Like you got Hulu, Amazon, Vudu, uh, Netflix, YouTube Red, all that stuff. So, I mean, I'm... You know, if someone's willing to pay it, they're willing to pay it. Yeah. That's what Microsoft's got to figure out, if people are willing to pay it. I personally don't want it to be like that. I think it's a, it's a hassle. I'd rather just pick and choose. Um, if the price was right, yeah, absolutely. If I could pay... If the price is for digital streaming or digital-only services, as games as a service, continues to stay low like they are right now, yeah. But... I'm telling you, when that disc disappears or that cartridge or that SD card is gone forever, I don't think the prices will stay low like that. They'll climb. And not based on, you know, typical inflation or anything like that. I just oh. don't trust the developers or the publishers. I do not trust the publishers. Look at how they've managed everything the past 10 years. Yeah, there's a lot of great games that come out. But there's a lot of great projects that they have these great ideas and they totally waste the resources, time, money, and the idea 
because of the microtransactions just being the leading cause to even make the game. I'm not saying don't have microtransactions, but it's just like when you uh, you write a movie, write a good character instead of a good, uh, you know, trying to just come up with something cool, come up with good characterization, good plot, yada, yada, yada. Same thing. You know, don't worry about so much about the scenery to start with. Give, get the meat in there. Well, I think at... I can't remember if it's GDC or not, but Microsoft is going to be having a panel talking about Game Pass. And it's going to be coming... Not Game Pass, but... Um, um, Well, they're going. The rumor is Game Pass is coming to X, um, Switch, at least in some form. So, um, so achievements, things like that, will be coming first. Maybe you can actually be able to talk to somebody initially on Switch using a headset. No, come on, man. Yeah, come on, man. They'll be crazy. I, I'm telling you, the Nintendo probably after the Wii U disaster, and this is concerning achievements. Yeah. After the Wii U disaster, they probably sat back and said, you know, achievements probably would be a good idea, but I don't know if we want to. We don't know if we want to invest in this because we already flopped once hard. I, I that's that's my belief, you know, but an. Some sort of Nintendo coin popping up or something when you do something in a game, you know. I I think I think that would have been a big deal to people, because I mean trophies and achievements are a big deal. That's right. Th- GDC Live, yeah. GDC they'll be uh, having a talk in March. Xbox Live, Nintendo Switch, iOS, and Android is what they'll be giving the talk on. Well, moving on, did you see the Doom movie, Stills? I just gave a better performance than every actor in that movie. Just saying. So so you would not pay for Xbox Live if you could... Uh, Xbox Live, but um, Game Pass, if you can get it on Switch? I mean, it would have to be if streaming. It would make my ex, if it would make those games... I'd have to be streaming. So, I, yeah. how portable could it be? I'd have to be someplace where there'd be Wi-Fi, right? Yeah, you could play it in your house. So I could lounge around on the couch or in another bedroom, just like I used to with the gamepad. Yeah. See, I was a big fan of that. So I guess I would consider it more than what I do now. Like right now, I don't presently subscribe to Game Pass because of my um, bandwidth issues with mm-hmm. Suddenlink and. Um, we're just kind of stuck in a rock, between a rock and a hard place on that right now. Mm. But the, um, I don't know. I just my game time, my time is limited, and that's what the biggest reason that I don't have Game Pass. Uh, if I was able to easily move from one point in the house to the other, probably I'd probably consider it. I'm not saying I would subscribe, but it would definitely make it more of an option. How much bandwidth is streaming a game like that eat up? Well, you're not going to be downloading 4K. Right, right. Yeah. 
I know. I really don't even. I've never even really really looked into streaming. Like I'm assuming you download assets and then you stream what? You're basically just downloading the, the. They have the game, and you're basically just downloading an image almost. Okay. But um. I don't know how exactly Microsoft's doing it because apparently they fixed the lag issues and the quality issues because they have servers everywhere. Now, when Google was doing it, you were getting close to almost 9 gigs a session. But Microsoft apparently isn't going to be that bad. And you're playing it on a handheld. There's no way you're going to be getting those numbers. Because you're playing right. it on a 720 screen. At most, you'll be playing it on 1080. If that. If you play it on dock mode. And then Nintendo, not Nintendo, but Microsoft can always say, hey, you think it looks good there and it's fun? If you want to play it in 4K HDR, buy an Xbox. And you already got an Xbox subscription. Just go ahead and sign in. You're good to go. I mean, I think it's a good idea for other people. Yeah. I really do. Let me, let me, make that point but I mean yeah it just doesn't work for us right now I think it's a great play for Xbox just get it out everywhere this is what Netflix did put your shit out everywhere that's how they took over yeah if it's got a screen put it on there But the next, um, the real system that everybody wants, whatever next Xbox is, isn't until next year, supposedly. They may announce it this year, but we'll see. Are you ready to talk about the pain that is a Doom movie? Yeah, we can talk about Doom. I, it's, I gotta get this off my chest. Since you don't want an Xbox. What is so fucking hard about making a Doom movie? To quote somebody in a tweet. Mm. <laughs> um, the Doom movie looks absolutely atrocious. Like, it makes the original Doom look a million times better, just in retrospect. Doom Annihilation. That's the movie you're talking about. Yes, Doom Annihilation has a shitty trailer with shitty effects, shitty acting, and uh, the one part of the trailer. And you have, if if, you, if whoever does listen to us, you have to check this trailer out. It's just so terrible, and the the actor die 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 die. It's just one of the worst deliveries ever. I saw a still of one of the zombies too. They looked ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. So, I'm betting we can skip this one safely. 
I love the way she runs. I'd have to watch it again. Is that the like awkward Luke Skywalker running from the Rancor in Return of the Jedi run? Yeah. <laughs> it's so horrible. And they purposely made everything so dark just to hide the fact it's so low budget. Well, I'll tell you what it looks like to me. I'm not going to bother to look up what the name of it is, but I believe it's the Starship Troopers 2 or 3 movie. It, The one where they're like in the compound and they're surrounded for the whole movie rather than just part of the movie like the original. It's And there's like a storm or something. I don't remember. But it looks that terrible. Like it is just straight direct-to-video trash. Wow. Let me read this. <clears throat> this is from BD Horror Trailers and Clips. This was published on March 11th, 2019. This is today. <laughs> 607, uh, 676 likes. 8,005 dislikes. Um, Universal 1440 Entertainment, the production arm of Universal Pictures Home Entertainment, has once again opened a portal to hell with Doom Annihilation, a brand new direct-to-video adaptation of the Doom video game franchise. Transcribed as an intense, action-packed, all-new installment, the movie will be released in fall 2019. Bloody Disgusting has the exclusive world trailer premiere for Annihilation, which carries shades of James Cameron's Aliens and looks like a damn good time. Will we see the return of the BFG? Really? A damn good time. Not bad. The sequel. I got drunk when they wrote that. The sequel follows a group of space marines as they respond to a distress call from a base on a Martian moon, only to discover it's been overrun by demonic creatures who threaten to create hell on Earth. Bullshit. Yeah. I don't believe that's what that movie's about. Uh, Doom Annihilation was written and directed by Tony. Uh, some Italian. SWAT Under Siege and stars Amy Manson from Atlantis uh, Dominic somebody Ophelia and Luke somebody Dominion and somebody <laughs> this is sh- shit yeah uh, my favorite quote from the reviews you know thinking of it Doom 2005 wasn't that bad actually Yeah, that movie was terrible but you know at least you're keeping up with tradition Uh, another reviewer said well the 2005 Doom is now going to be known as the good Doom movie well well back to switch news March 3rd was the second anniversary of the worldwide release of Nintendo Switch. So, 
I guess we are now in the sophomore year, right? Third year? That is correct. Okay, Scott. Two years in. How you feel? I think they did a pretty good job overall. It'd be a lot better um, if Game Pass was on it. Yeah, it looks like they're going to fix that soon. Um, there are a lot of good games for it. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of ports and remakes and things like that, and your indie. It's a hell of a it's, steam machine, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, a portable one at that. The, uh, I mean, that's that is like one of the best things going for it is you can get a pretty good, a pretty good modern gaming experience for your, I guess, traditional class AAA type titles. I mean, not all of them, but enough. And you know, it's portable. You have the ability to, to, to share with people really easily. Um, I mean, yeah, your hands can get a little cramped, but just buying the console, you can play two-player right out of the gate on a lot of games without having to buy anything additional. Uh, ex- you it can feels choose well your made. storage media. Yeah, it feels very well made. They were talking about that on NVC the other day. Pick up your Wii U um, gamepad. And compare that to the Switch. Big oh, difference. no doubt. Yeah. One feels plastic and cheap, and the other one feels like a, a real good consumer device. Right. Yeah. Which reminds me, I finally replaced my Wii U gamepad last week. I got the um, the Zelda version. Oh. So that was, that was pretty nice. Oh. Um, which means I've recently held my gamepad. And yes, there's a huge difference in the quality feel. It's of course, cool. I also it's, feel like it's heavy, isn't it? Yeah, I think I also feel like in the original. Yeah, the Switch is heavier. I think the uh, of course it's got more inside of it technically yeah, as far as a, different types of components. It's a game system, <clears throat> right? But I feel like they probably made the Wii U gamepad so big, considering what it actually was. I think that plastic shell was so that it could absorb some impacts. But it does feel cheap and plasticky in retrospect. I mean, it looks slick when you first take it out of the box, you know. But once you set up beside a switch, I mean, you know, an Iraq Camaro used to look slick too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, the time passes, uh, but it still looked a little cheap and gimmicky for the time. But I mean, yeah, the switch is well made. You don't hear a lot. Of issues with it i know there was some syncing issues with like your left joy cons back in the day i really don't know if that's still a problem it's not with ours and the system uh, used to like to expand yeah well i'll say that i do have one of those little um case fractures uh in the exact area they say that happens um but i can also see that happening and here's the thing about a switch is carrying it one-handed while holding on to one side one joy con or another and that rail, I think, probably flexes when you do that. Because I've caught myself doing that. It just feels natural to do it when you're walking from point A to B and you're not actually playing it. Is you hold it one-handed just by the Joy-Con. And you may have your fingers on the frame of the main part of the console a little bit. But it's still that one rail supporting the entire weight of the system. I think that contributes to it, too. So, so I kind of told my kids, like, hey, make sure if you're carrying that, use two hands. Um but it doesn't seem like it's affected it. It's not falling apart by any stretch. So but there's a lot of great couch co-op games, which is big for me. Um, and again, like you said, it's a huge steam machine, steam library. Essentially. Yeah. That's, that's really all it is. 
you know, they have they have sales every Thursday, which all the systems have sales every Thursday. I mean, um, if they would have waited a year, you could have been as powerful as the PlayStation 4, at least. So, maybe you could get right. some AAA ports instead of getting Xbox 360 ports. True. So. But, eh, whatever. I mean, and the price of the SD cards has dropped. I mean, I've seen some of these 256 and there's I, I want to say there's, there's 400, 400 for 73 dollars yeah, now for 73 bucks hell yeah that pissed me off yeah that i mean you know when the switch first came out it was kind of an issue like it wasn't a terrible issue that you had to buy the additional card but it was enough of an issue and now it's like well shit for 73 bucks i can have 500 gigabyte almost 500 gigabytes of storage between the system uh, built-in memory plus the expandable. I will say, I'm sure there's other cards I'm not aware of. I will say Nintendo made it ex- extremely easy to, to uh, change out your memory cards for a new one. Yeah. I don't have to download anything. I don't have to plug anything in. I don't have to do it. I just, it just snap the card in. You're done. I meant transferring your saves from one memory oh, card. Oh, yeah. I, thought you, I was thinking about expanding your storage. Oh, yeah. no, is this not like a new Nintendo, uh, the new 3D XL where you had to take a screwdriver to it and unscrew it? That was bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Nintendo. Oh, yeah. uh, other Nintendo news. We did not talk about this. Reggie said goodbye. He's yes, leaving. He did. Gave the keys to Bowser. I think, like, it'd be nice if he could just still, like, occasionally, like, do Twitter and, like, maybe once in a blue moon come in and do a direct or something. I mean, he could if he wanted to. Well, now, 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 he can, now he can have a Twitter. Yeah, that too. He can have his own Twitter. So, he doesn't. I, I think Reggie was um, a great face for Nintendo of America. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with this Bowser guy. I think it's funny that guy's name is Bowser. Yeah. It's probably why he got the job. I mean, I've known Reggie for like 13 years. Ever since I really started paying attention to the to, the business side of it, I guess, really. Well, yeah, I mean, one thing that even when they were failing during the Wii U years, you had that personality with Reggie and Iwata, too. Iwata yeah. had a great personality as far as when he spoke to the fans. I mean, who knows what the hell the guy was like in person, but he was, they both handle the fans very, very well. I mean, when the guy takes a pay cut because your company's failing, he seems like a pretty good guy. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Nintendo had lightning in a bottle with those two. So, I mean, yeah, they had failures. There's no doubt about it, but they had a lot of successes too. Yeah. So, without the Wii U, would there be a Switch? No. So, I mean, Man, that failure ended up doing yeah, what? That's what Reggie was saying. saying. Who's, who's who's coming back to dominance now? Maybe not dominance, but... Well, they're in second what's their, place. What's their, yeah. yeah, exactly. What's their market share? Yeah. So... I mean, they quickly went from the ass end of the, I mean, of the, the gaming world. I mean, the ass end, like yeah. way back... Like, he wasn't just third place. Like, 
Yeah. It was like they were in fifth, even though there were only three contenders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were the complete laughing. If you don't count portable, anyways. And so. then they went from like zero, and now they're forty million sales. Ah, it's something crazy. Yeah, yeah, they surpassed Xbox. Have they? Yeah, Xbox doesn't have forty million sales. X uh, PlayStation has. Nine, uh, 80 million, maybe, maybe close to, um, have they reached 90 million yet? I know they're at 80. I think they're over 80, but, yeah. yeah. In two years, they got yeah. 40 million? It took PlayStation five years to get 80 million. Nintendo got there in two. That's yeah, freaking I mean, amazing. And, like... I mean, they they try to put a negative spin on like Nintendo didn't sell twenty million consoles in a year. It's like it's a failure. They didn't sell twenty million. <laughs> are yeah. you not are you not understanding what you're saying? Yeah, from an investor standpoint, you go to the meeting and hey, I'm an investor. What do we? What's our sales projection? They say twenty million. Yeah, that's a failure. But when you look at it from a sales perspective in a vacuum, yeah. like your expectation was twenty and. Ooh, doom and gloom! You didn't sell twenty million. You sold like nineteen or eighteen yeah, million. That's, so terrible. Yeah, that's an Apple yeah. thing. Not to mention all the software they sell. Yeah, yeah, that's a total Apple move. Well, unfortunately, we only made two billion dollars this year. We didn't make this month. Yeah, two point five billion. We we failed. Yeah, we said we want to make you know three billion. So yeah, I mean, again, it's more intricate than that, but. It, there's no sky is falling scenario there, yeah. not by a long long shot. Long shot. Oh, did you see the new Pokemon trailer? Came out last week, I think it was. No, I haven't really watched many trailers lately. Oh, yeah. Other than Doom, 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 and I hear there's this Sonic video. I've refused to watch it. I I don't know if my eyes can handle it or not. I'll watch it. It's just I'm not ready yet. Uh, the uh, Pokemon trailer, the Pokemon trailer two, I guess is what they're calling it. It was really good. You actually get to see them battling in the um, Pokemon arena. It was it was good. Oh, I, I got to see that. Yeah. And I'm not a, I'm not even a guy that came up playing Pokemon. I'm 38 freaking years old. But my it was it got popular after. Yeah. My age, I would have been interested. Um, but I've played enough of it to play with my kids, and enough I've played a little bit of the games. I've never beaten one. My biggest exposure to Pokemon is Smash Brothers. Um, but I've played enough with the kids and messing around. Um, I mean, I like the property, I guess. I think it's relatively wholesome and fun. I think it's nothing so, but dogfighting, so I hate it. But Detective Pikachu Jesus was God, awesome. Jesus God, you just totally changed my perspective on this. It is. I never thought of it like that. It is. They're like, they're, they're, fuck, they're slaves. Yeah, it is all dogfighting. I never considered it. Yeah. The the one thing I thought that they could have used to change the whole perspective of it, there was. Did you play the demo for uh, Let's Go Pikachu or Eevee? We have Let's Go Pikachu. We bought it for Christmas for the kids. Okay, have you played any of it? I played a little bit. Yeah. Okay, there's a scene in the beginning of it where you're well, at least in the demo. I don't know what it's like in the actual game. She's uh, there's a girl in in 
it's a little airy. You're walking up to everybody and you're talking to them in the forest. And you walk up to the girl and she says something along the lines of, I want a Pokemon so they can protect me. That right there could change the whole dynamic of the game. And the whole purpose of them. They're protectors. Right. You don't use them to fight other Pokemon in a dog fighting arena. To make yourself famous. To be the greatest yeah. Pokemon trainer of all time. Yeah. You don't use them to be Michael Vick. And then you could have this whole situation where there's invaders or there's bullies or whatever. They, they're they there to protect you. Not to have them, hey, go fight that cocksucker. No. You just use them to fight other Pokemon and beat the shit out of them so... They fall into submission. That's all it is. Now, take that whole game. Take out the Pokemon and turn them into dogs and have them fight. Now how cute is that game? Not very. Thank you. Yeah, like you catch them against their will. I just never really thought about it. It's uh, pretty effing terrible. Yeah. Pokemon, how cute and lovely that game I'm is. I'm throwing all this shit out of the house. Like, <laughs> stat. However, Detective Pikachu is a really cute game. So. How you doing, Scott? <laughs> I'm great now. I'm just kind of like, wow. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. I always thought that. I never Oh, liked... they have a new movie. I don't remember what the name of the fucking movie is. But a dog dies in it, like, multiple times. I saw the trailer when we went and watched How to Train Your Dragon. Mm. And it's what it is, is it's a Dennis Quaid movie. And he has this dog that I guess it can reincarnate every time it dies. And it's protected like his, it's it's helped his family. And it goes from like the time his granddaughter, like his, I think his daughter's born, up through his granddaughter being an adult. And this dog keeps dying and being reincarnated as another dog. Like, he dies of old age, I guess. I mean, he's not getting run over by fucking cars and shit. Mm. So I, I was thinking when I was watching that, I was like, is this, is this something that Paul can watch where the dog dies and it works? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? No. Yeah. But speaking of movies, here we go. This will probably be the toughest one we've ever done. Scott and I were, we will either stop in the middle, or we'll end up duking it out on the front lawn. Yeah, I'll drive down to Paul's house tonight and fight him, and then I'm going to take that 980 with me. Yeah, there's going to be a, I can only if see, I win. I can only see two winners here. Uh, okay. Well, name of the game is simple. We take the what we see as the 20 best entries from 1987. And we will eliminate them one by one until we get to the top five. And we put those five movies in order. Um, first, let's go through the honorable mentions. These are the ones that did not make it. Um, this one actually did make it. So, Throw Mama from the Train, Overboard, Born in East L.A., 
La Bamba, Hamburger Hill, Matewan. That was one of Scott's films. Amazon Women on the Moon, The Witches of Eastwick, Three Men and a Baby, which was the number one grossing film that year. Like Father, Like Son, Eddie Murphy Raw, which wouldn't make it because of the fact it's a concert film, so that's kind of cheating to us. And Enter Space. Now, on to the films themselves. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Good Morning Vietnam. The Untouchables. Lethal Weapon. Predator. Dirty Dancing. The Lost Boys. Raising Arizona. Hellraiser. Robocop. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Full Metal Jacket. The Running Man. Spaceballs, the movie. Summer School. The Princess Bride. Evil Dead 2. Adventures in Babysitting. Batteries, not included. And Harry and the Hendersons. I object to this topic now. Yeah, well... Once upon a time, I actually had a coin to flip. I'm wondering if Siri will do it. Scott, flip a coin. Heads or tails? Tails. Hey, Siri, flip a coin. Tails. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Scott, you get to go first. Do oh. any of these movies have Richard Pryor? Um, no. Even though I love the man, I, for some reason, keep cutting his movies. Um... This is not going to be... I think the first one of the top 20 you have is is one I can cut easier. Wow. Um, after that, it gets crazy. Right off the bat, you're going to cut Eddie Murphy. Richard Pryor, no, Eddie Murphy. No. 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 Um, summer School. I would cut Summer School. Oh, cutting Summer School. Good movie, but I say the other 19 are clearly better i thought summer school is finer than belly hairs cop but okay but even like some of the honorable mentions i would say are probably i had a great time summer school overboard overboard's better born in the ice LA's yeah it's probably better three men and the baby's better well you had a chance to throw that in there i know i didn't okay well Shit. <laughs> well, full metal jacket. Gonna go. Oh my god. Fucking Kubrick. I didn't know. How did I not? I mean, I noticed it, but it didn't click. <laughs> can I have mine back so I can kick Kubrick off his list? <laughs> uh. Okay. Um, anyways, that's the best half of a movie on here, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the second half. It's just like, I mean, I get the message, but still. Yeah. It's just not entertaining. Um, I would say I'd have to cut Jesus, good Lord, have mercy. 
It's one of those top three. Uh, good morning, Vietnam. Mm. It does have some slow parts. And again, remember the criteria is what one entertains you the most, not necessarily which one's the better film according to the film school or the box office or anything. I love Good Morning Vietnam, but I would yeah. pick the other 17. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. That is rough. Untouchables. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I can sit down and watch it again right now. No. It's probably one of those ones if I caught it on on a Saturday afternoon, I wouldn't turn it, but I don't think I would seek it out. Uh, batteries not included. Oh, that's a tough one. Mm. All right. That 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 this that was an indecisive decision. That's, that's... That was tough. Adventures in Babysitting. I like batteries. Yikes. I like batteries better. Adventures is another one of those ones. It's one of my all-time faves. Um, I cut Hellraiser. <sighs> really? Parallel to the flesh. Cutting Hellraiser? Yeah. Mm. It's a great movie, but it's a slow burn. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead 2. <laughs> wow. Well, look. I can see it make a top five. If you would have done the shit right the first time, you wouldn't have had to do a sequel, which is nothing but a fucking remake. Yeah, pretty much. Um. Harry and the Hendersons. John Lithgow's best movie. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. We want to talk about this. Not his best role. Is it better than Lethal Weapon? Yes. Is it better than Beverly Hills Cop? Yes. I don't know. Man. Cutting Harry. Poor Harry. Alright. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Got to go. Probably my next pick. Okay. Down to the top 10. Lethal Weapon. Predator. Dirty Dancing. Lost Boys. Raising Arizona. Robocop. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. The Running Man. Spaceballs, the movie. And The Princess Bride. Same, we got one of my favorite films of all time in there. And I'm going to go with Raising Arizona. That's your favorite film of all time? No. Oh, your next pick? 
That's one of my favorite movies, but so are like the other nine that's on the list. <laughs> um, I'm dropping Running Man. Uh, Dude, it's not fucking Predator. No, it's not. I'll give you that. I mean, it's great. It's not Predator. I mean, if I could have it back, I see something else I would drop, but I know there's going to be some people pissed at me. Dirty Dancing. Okay, good. <laughs> That's the one that I would have switched out. I mean, like, I feel like I really let Patrick Swayze down right now. Oh, God. This next... Oh, jeez. It's like... If there's a Swayze movie on there, it's just hard to say. Cut it. Uh, uh, well, even we've cut them, I think. <laughs> I yeah, well, it's not Roadhouse, so that would be rough. I'll give you that, yeah. Okay, Lethal Weapon, Predator, Lost Boys, Robocop, Planes, Trains, Automobiles, Spaceballs, Princess Bride. Fuck! Well? I've got a top five in my mind right now. Well, I do too. Look at this. Um, I hate to do this. But I think it only makes sense if we do it. And I think you know why. That's one of the ones I was looking at. Yeah. Spaceballs is going to go. Yep. It's a great film, but it's not. It's it's a spoof. Oh, Scott, I hope you make the right decision on this one. And it's not that one. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's two of them you better not delete fucker I will cut lethal weapon uh, it's the best lethal weapon yeah okay it's so good it's so damn good it's so good it's the best lethal weapon film ever made but when I say there are it's an action comedy it is and I see two comedies on there, or at least one strictly a comedy and one that jumps into comedy quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and Predator has a great pussy joke. So he's <laughs> <laughs> <just> got two. <laughs> so, so plays, trains, and automobiles, and Princess Bride cover the comedic side, mm-hmm. and the action side is covered by three of them: Predator, Lost Boys, and Robocop. Yeah, I mean, there's probably better suspense in *Lethal Weapon* than there is in, say, like in the action sequences per se. Yeah. Like they're more bombastic in than say *Lost Boys*, but you got your action fix with *Predator* and *Robocop* for sure. So okay, so now we gotta put these things in order. Well, Jesus. I don't have. You know, a, I'm a huge Predator fan yeah. and Robocop fan, but damn, it's hard to say any one of those is better than the other four. I don't really have a problem as long as either the Lost Boys or Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is the top two. <laughs> With Predator and Robocop and Princess Bride on there, too? <laughs> Dan, where are you? I mean, you can flip any one of those and say, I got as long as these are in the top two, it's like. And then you can immediately say, well, the other three are so great. Um, okay, I can say Princess Bride should be number five. Because it does have a lot of slow moments. It does, yeah. Com- compared to these that. other films, it gets slow. Lost Boys, great soundtrack. It's, it's still recognizable to this day. It's a good story. 
Good story. Good acting. Great characters. Um, Good effects. And it's yeah, and it's practical effects. Death by stereo. And it still sticks with you to this day. Yep. And, and, and you could watch it today. And it's the only real good Joel Schumacher film. Yeah, there's that too. Uh, Predator gave you a character that's, that's the only real good fucking Predator film. I think two's underrated by far. Yeah, it is underrated, but... Uh, Robocop... It is what it is. It's fucking it, amazing is what it is. It is. Yeah, it's amazing. It is fucking amazing. It, it, you stop. That wasn't glorious enough. You wasn't heaping enough praise on it. Pay tribute or log <laughs> off. I mean, Robocop is just a male power fantasy film. Yes, and we're males that crave power and fantasy. So um, I think Brie Larson just turned off the film. Yeah, but they cut his dick off. Yeah, they did shoot his dick off, didn't they? He has no balls. Yeah, he shoots a, he shoots a rapist white dude in the balls. Yeah. But on top of that, Murphy don't have no balls. He's just a torso. Yeah. So, just saying. And is that really a male power fantasy? No. Get the girl? Um, boy, no. that would be a horrible existence just to have your, your balls cut off. That movie's pretty forward-thinking. He's yeah. not chasing the girl. She rescues him um, more than he rescues her, right? He's just a cop. Yeah, she saves him a couple times. He's all cop, no balls. Yeah. Robo right. cop, all cop, no balls. Uh, yeah, half, half man. <laughs> half man, no balls. Uh, all cop. Um, planes, trains, and automobiles is probably... One of the best comedies of all time. Two of the greatest comedy actors of all time. Yeah. So, Princess Bride, number one. Yeah, that sounds like a winner. <laughs> but the, believe me, there's millions of people out there that agree with that, I'd say. Oh, yeah. Um, too bad only like 100 of them listen to this. But. If that. Uh... For my personal top two, I can give you my top two. And it's Predator and Robocop and not in that order. I don't know what order to put it in. I would say Lost Boys 3. Planes, Trains. I would put Planes, Trains at the bottom for me, personally. But you're right about the slow parts of Princess Bride. There are a couple slow parts. Mm-hmm. But it's such a charming fucking movie. It is. Gee, many Christmas. It'll bring a tear to your eye. I think that if, might be the best one on there. Yeah, <laughs> I think if we go Predator RoboCop, it's going to be a typical Scott and Paul show. Yeah, and, and we have to at least for our top ten when we do this, have some kind of difference. Otherwise, when we do our top ten, is it's all going to be the same? Action, 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 action. There's no, what? there's no division. No, there isn't. Yeah. It's just, it's not the fault that these particular action movies have great plot stories, characters, dialogue, <laughs> pacing, special effects, and everything that makes a movie good. Score? I mean, come on. Yeah. I'm My number one... Uh, it's going to have to be... 
Predator. Fuck, I don't know. My number one, I'm gonna go with Robocop. I think Robocop's Robocop a slightly better film. Try Little Sister. No, fuck it. It's Predator. That Predator. goddamn third act with the fucking Schwarzenegger versus the Predator is fucking amazing. And there ain't a damn thing wrong with the first two acts either. <laughs> Robocop is fucking excellent. You still I mean, pushing this is, pencils? You're not even splitting hairs at this point. You're splitting atoms. And it's the, 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 it is explosive. <laughs> <laughs> the fanboy explosion going on to the 115 people that listen to the show. Uh, I'm going with Predator. Predator. Predator is my number one. I can almost guarantee it'd be Daniels. I can almost guarantee it. I think he'd probably be down to the Predator and Robocop. Well, Daniels is going to ask which one has boobs. Um, and none that- of them. Well, no, wait a minute. But Robocop has boobs, Robocop so he's going to go. With, he's going to go with Robocop. It has boobs. Okay, so we'll count that as a vote for Robocop. <laughs> Fucker, I know that's what he's going to go with. Like, yeah, there boobs. is a brief moment with the boobies. Yeah, during the rape scene. Well, there's in no, no. Bar, also, oh, there's two. There's two. She's taking off her uh, vest. Yeah, but in the 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 no, not not Boddicker. That's not who I was talking about. I said snorting a coke. That's the wrong one. Um, I don't think there's any nip in that scene. In the the club, when Robocop goes into the club and gets the guy with like the curly hair, I think there's boobs there, but I can't swear to it. Isn't there like a sign too somewhere? And they're looking at dirty mags in one scene. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel's going with that one. Yeah. That's the winner. Yeah, that's the one. Thanks for making it easy, Dan. Get your choice. You man. Predator's my number one pick. Neil, why are you holding my hand? Well, where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I like the Lost Boys and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Hmm. The locker room scene, it just hit me. That's when she's taking her vest off. Yeah, that's I was thought she was talking about Boddicker and the prostitutes. Yeah, the locker room scene's got nudity. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's that's definitely the pick. I'm sure there are boobs in the I've the bar I've... scene. Between Predator and Robocop, I like Predator better. There you go. If we had to go with that, I would go... Predator, Lost Boys, Planes, Trains, Automobiles, Robocop, Princess Bride. I think we... Yeah, that's, I, I can agree to that. Well, it makes our top ten list look. A little more diverse. 
well, doesn't look diverse because it's, it's our top ten so far is Raiders, well, Empire Strikes Back, Raiders, Rocky Three, Return of the Jedi, Ghostbusters, Back to the Future, Aliens. And then he put Predator in there. That's our top ten. Yeah. I just can't. I mean, it's it's Predator's fault. It's so fucking great. Or we can put Predator Planes Trains Lost Boys Robocop Princess. Mm. I think it's fine. I'm, I'm, I can roll with that. All right. Cause you got your input too. Even if it's wrong, it's still your input. <laughs> well, I'm giving you the number one. Yeah. I mean, really, even when you break down to, like, top ten for the 80s, Predator's going to be in that discussion. I didn't say it was going to win, but it's going to be in that discussion. Okay. Predator, Lost Boys, Planes, Trains, the Automobiles, Robocop, and Princess Bride. So... If you think Scott's wrong, and he is, you can email us at scottpawshaw.gmail.com. Or just send us a tweet at Scott Paul Show. Or Scott versus Paul. So, that's it. Until maybe next week or something. Uh, are we going to do a... Retro game thing. Um, Gamer Club with Metroid. It's down at the bottom. Oh, I mean, we can. The only thing is, is I can't guarantee that I'll play through the first... I mean, you said three stages, but that game doesn't really break into stages. It's more like areas. You'd have to have a little bit more defined. Well, uh, I guess you do. You I do got, have it defined. I got it down there. The Drift. Yeah, I'd have to do it with a guide. There's no way I'd spend time exploring that one. But damn. Well, unless there's another. I might. I might give it a shot. We'll see. We'll see. We'll 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 do it after WrestleMania. Okay, that's a series I want to revisit. Anyways, okay. I don't revisit the series too often. Okay. Or individual games in a series. Okay, we'll try it later. All right, that's it. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.